Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 105 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Adam Bean. Adam is a freelance architect and developer with a focus on Java. He has written several books, including Real World Java E Patterned Rethinking Best Practices. Adam is a Java champion and was Java Developer of the Year in 2010. He is also a regular conference speaker and three times a year he organises Java-related workshops at Munich Airport. So Adam, can I ask you to expand on that intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Sure. So whatever you said, it was actually collateral damage. My plan was actually just to uh, learn as much as possible, and everything else just happened. Right. Okay, so what was your plan? Did you have one? I actually wanted uh, to to learn multiple programming languages and uh, work a bit and then just enjoy life. And uh, it turned out that I have to stick with Java because the demand was so high. And I really enjoyed that. So uh, my initial plan didn't work. But um, yeah, what worked was that uh, I, I still enjoy, I think since 22 years, still enjoy Java and never got boring. Any... Uh chance that you'll be changing to a different technology or do you think java is where you're going to stay what i'm also doing i do a lot of javascript and um, i think even with java if you would like to learn it really deeply it never gets bored so um, it, it is actually not enough time to learn everything java related but um what i also doing i do a lot of web programming and um, javascript which is even worse so if you learn try to learn you know javascript and java I think you will need at least two lives. (laughs) Right, okay. Um, Adam, can you maybe share a career tip with the IT Career Energizer, one they might not know and perhaps should? You should have to develop your own strategy. I, I mean, not strategy that you would like to take over the world in 10 years, more like I would like to to do my development or my consulting in, in, in this way because it should be something logical. So what I try to do is I have to try to stick with standards and uh, make development as simple as possible. And I started with that at the beginning and I still apply the same strategy. And it seems like my clients really like it because they are not really depending on me because if you are using standards, there are lots of other consultants who can just um, take over. So I think my this is my strategy, and um, yeah, you, sh- you should develop your own. Yeah, so in terms of strategy, are you thinking, obviously from an industry perspective, you're, you're thinking standards, but also potentially different models or different ways of working? Yeah. For instance, uh, you mentioned Java and Java-E. I think the main reason why I'm still somehow sane, I would say, is um I try to stick with the standards. And in Java, we had so quasi-standards like JCP, Java Community Process, and the Java EE and Java SE. 
and uh, they, they standard survived and lots of other frameworks and technologies, they just appeared and just disappeared. But um, this was actually accidental luck, I would say. So I stick with the standards, so I didn't have to learn a lot. It was just incremental learning all the time, but it's not like a you know, paradigm change. And my clients really liked that because they didn't have to migrate to new technologies, which is never good for business. Yeah, absolutely. So Adam, can you maybe tell us about your worst IT career moment and what you learned from that experience? I cannot remember any really tragic moments in my career, except probably once. This was like more funny than than tragic. But um, I did once a workshop for uh, Sun Microsystems back then, um, Germany. It was like as Java 6 or 7 came out. And I confused the locations. So uh, I appeared somewhere when no one expected me. There were two locations and I just switched the dates. I don't even know whether it was my fault or not. (laughs) <laughs> but um, so I appeared then and I wanted to talk about Java 6 and no one expected me. And then I got a call, where are you? And so here at Sun Microsystems, I thought, we're here. And it was a wrong city. Aye. So, um, yeah, this was a funny and, and not funny and uh, a diverse moment. So I also have, I have uh, my own server. And if it dies, this is one of my worst moments because the whole infrastructure, like my block, runs on the server. And if it dies, I got about few hundreds emails. Do you know that you're that you are no no more on the internet? So yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can you maybe take us to your career highlights or greatest success and tell us about that? I have some projects. They are often called task forces. So where we try to make something work which doesn't, like uh, let's say a system dies in production. And if we resolve the error, everyone is happy. So um, actually, we are happy because uh, we achieved our goal. And my client is even happier. And after such a task force, we sometimes get opportunity to fix the system, uh, refactor the system, and we get the opportunity to really to remove a lot of bloat and unnecessary crud from the system. And this is what I really enjoy. So the ability to actually clean things up and make improvements while you, while you do that. Yeah, because uh, if something goes really bad, you, you can actually do whatever you like. And, and we, I, I take the opportunity and, and try to, you know, to clean the system as much as possible. This is a unique opportunity because if the system runs, you, 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 you also know it's no, never touch a running system. So you actually never get the real true opportunity to refactor the system from ground up. Yeah, that's very true. Absolutely. So, Adam, can you maybe tell us what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT in particular? For me personally, what I really like is uh, you always have to learn something new. And if you get it, there is a, um, a rewarding experience because you did something for yourself and it's also good for your career. And what I also learned is, so if I try to teach someone about what I learned, you learn even more. And this is just fun. And um, I try to do a lot of stuff at the same time, so it nev- I never get bored. From the technological perspective, I would say everything repeats every 10 years. This is what my observation. So we get, I would say, not the same old stuff, so almost the same old stuff with new names, and everyone is excited. So I think what we should do, we should just try not to forget things, and then we are always on top. 
I think you're right. I think there are sort of flavors of, of things that do come around every so often, but I think the underlying principles are often the same. Yeah. So, uh, for for instance, you asked me about other languages. So I do do a lots of JavaScript and web standard stuff right now. But uh, if you look at JavaScript at the web standards, they're becoming more and more like Java. So, so the, the the funny stuff is, I can actually switch between Java and JavaScript because the modern JavaScript is really like Java. And uh, the funny thing was, five years ago, everyone said, "Okay, JavaScript is the new lightweight language." And Java is you know legacy, and now what happens? Um, JavaScript is uh, really similar to to Java, and this is a lots of such technologies. This, it goes back and forth. Okay, we're going to move into the reveal round now. Are you ready for this? Yeah, sure. So, what first attracted you to a career in IT? From the beginning, I was fascinated by computers, and I actually don't know why. Probably. I always uh, really like science fiction stuff and uh, Star Wars uh, from the early beginnings and, you know, UFOs and stuff like that. And I associated computer something with it. And for me, computers was a magical thing. So everything else was boring, but a computer was something from another world. And uh, I my first computer was actually uh, from UK. It was this uh, Spectrum Sinclair. And I really enjoyed that, without knowing why. So as I couldn't, I can't tell you why. It just completely fascinated me, but I couldn't do something useful with it. So it's for me, was I knew one time something will come to do useful with the machine, but I was just fascinated by it. Right. So you can see the potential in what what it could possibly do. Yeah, not even potential, but it was like. You know, if you look at something from different world, which is which is not comparable with anything else, then you can see, okay, it, it it has to be good. You know, I enjoyed the machine and I wanted to do something with it, and um, yeah, probably potential came later. So I I, I try to learn, you know, what a programming language is and stuff like that. So uh, potential came later, but I was just fascinated by it. I mean, this is really hard to do the same right now, right? Because right now everyone has, you know a smartphone which looks already great. So I don't think whether right now it is possible to be uh, fascinated by such a thing because it's very common. What is the best career advice you've ever received? Uh, the strategy, what I said, t- uh, told you, is more, more like a meta strategy, you know, be honest with yourself, with, with your clients. But um, uh, what I would like to, to give you some advice is not to develop too much marketing strategies or optimization strategies. For instance, I get lots of requests like, should I read this book or is it worth to learn the technology? What I do, if something interests me, I just learn it. Regardless whether it is a popular technology or whatever, I just like to learn and like to read. And I really enjoy that. And what sometimes happens is that in a few months or even few years, this knowledge becomes uh, really crucial for my project. So my advice would be learn to enjoy learning, and this is the meta strategy, and then I think you should be successful. What's um, also very important if you would like to be commercially su- uh, successful, don't estimate the power of slides, right, and politics. So uh, you should should be able to explain in clear words, why 
what they are doing is good for the business and not just, you know, from technological perspective, because no client is interested in technology, actually. That's very true. They're, they're more interested in the outcome and the result. In solutions, exactly. So what I do is say, okay, if you do this, you will get that. And if you take this technology, it's a little bit dangerous. And this is what I do, actually. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? I don't think there will be a lot of change because right now you could, of course, say uh, I would learn, you know, more AI stuff, what I actually did, but not in in this uh, volume. But I think it would be even impossible because I learned the whole time and, and, you know, the day is just 24 hours. So um, afterwards, it's always, you know, easy to say you could do this or this. But I'm actually happy. I'm, I'm really happy what, what happened, and um, I, I hope it will proceed in this way. So I, I do not regret anything, I would say. And what career objectives do you currently have? Uh, you know uh, James Gosling? Yes. Uh, James Gosling is one of the inventors of Java, and, and what I like is he's a little bit older than I, I would say but he still really enjoys programming. So it's like he's hacking like uh, surfing robots and in- really enjoys that. So what I, w- I would like to do is to I know to program with 90 years, so stay away a little bit from, from business and management and, and do as much as tech as possible because I think it's a healthy, you know? If you are forced to think all the time about interesting stuff, so um, th- this is a challenging thing for, for your brain, which is always good. And what's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Uh, yeah, non-technical skill would be, I would say, with non- 90, be sh- should be, I should be still able, you know, to move around without a lot of uh, robotic help, I would say, exoskeleton or something like this. Yes. So... Uh, <laughs> Just be healthy, I, I would say. Be healthy and, uh, yeah, this is the only thing. This is, would, is the, my, my main objective. And what I would really, really like to, to, to have is more time. This is my only problem, the time. Adam, can you share a parting piece of career advice with the IT career Energizer audience? Stay interested, I would say. Stay interested and enjoy life by being productive. Also enjoy little things, you know. If you are sometimes bored with writing documentation, then buy, I know, another keyboard or do just little things to improve your life as developer life and just go through it. So and um yeah, and 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 learn a lot. I think the the, the learning is is the most exciting thing which will keep you successful. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a good habit to develop because it does keep you interested. Yeah, and not bored. Because I, I would say challenging thing, challenging uh, things which are achievable and where you can learn something, this is really rewarding. If something is not challenging enough, you get bored over time, I would say. Yeah. And there is also one thing which I would like to say is a little bit properly, a little bit Java or java specific. So what I actually try to do is I try to reduce the amount of technology to implement, to solve business problems. So I think in Java or Java E and even in JavaScript ecosystem is very common that you will start uh, projects with evaluating, you know, 50 frameworks and, and patents, which actually has nothing to do with the target domain. 
what I try to do is to use uh, the least amount of frameworks and technology to solve the problem. And this is also rewarding because the code is simple. Everyone understands that and everyone is happy. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the simplification um, is definitely a, a, a big factor. Yeah. And finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? If you are interested in technology, so I'm writing a blog, it's adambean.blog, and this is more like a notepad. It's very Java specific. So um, I, I'm, I'm writing it for myself, not to forget things. If you have questions, technical questions or questions regarding my career, but now there are no questions left, you ask very good questions already. So there is the Airhacks TV, it's called. And what it is, is the first Monday of the month at 6 p.m., people ask me questions, like usually 10 to 25 technical questions, and I try to answer them live. And the deal is, I do not answer technical questions via email anymore because I have no time. And of course, I'm on Twitter. Adam Bean is my Twitter handle. Great. Adam, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been great chatting with you. Thank you. And I wish you a great success with your endeavors in the in the podcasting world. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening in to today's episode and to my guest career tips, advice and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e and then the number of today's episode. And a quick reminder that the show has now three episodes every week on Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays. So make sure that you are subscribed to the show to get new episodes automatically downloaded. Also, don't forget to join the IT Career Energizer Community Facebook group. You'll get to engage with other like-minded people, get to find out more about upcoming guests and other episodes, and can get involved in the future direction of the podcast. It really is a great pleasure to be able to talk to so many inspirational people from across the industry and to be able to share their stories and advice with you. Thanks for listening, and remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.